My name is Alan Carter. Thank you so much for spending some of your time with me today. This morning, Andrea Horvath and the NDP were in the distillery district for the launch of the NDP campaign platforms. Sounded a little something like this. It's exciting. It's exciting. Now, I don't know exactly... I just know it was in the distillery district. Was it? I mean, was it connected to any kind of brewery? Because perhaps right-wing voters should be uh, outraged and boycott whatever beer or, or or spirit would be involved. And I I'm, I talk about that, of course, because I think one of the things that's been the most ridiculous things I've seen in recent times is when Pierre Poliev was uh, holding an event. It was last week in Toronto, and he was at Steam Whistle, and then. And then progressive voters were like, well, I'm never drinking steam whistle again. And then, and then actually at the evening at the event, steam whistle handed out a, a statement to journalists saying that it, steam whistle in no way supports or condones the policy of this particular candidate. In, in other words, annoying not only progressive voters by booking the event and then ticking off anybody who might be a conservative or a polyhip supporter. So just essentially just angering everybody. Way to go. Congratulations, uh, Steam Whistle. I think all of it, it, it just kind of adds to where we are right now in, in this country when we talk about politics and politics and especially the polyhip. Uh, campaign. And my next guest is a senior consultant with Enterprise Canada who's worked on strategic communication campaigns for liberals both uh, provincially and also worked for the liberals uh, federally as well. Andrew Tumulty, welcome to the program. Afternoon, thanks for having me. All right, you you have a, an op-ed in the star and I love you. It starts off just like this. For many progressive Conservative leadership candidate Pierre Polyev holds the appeal of an ingrown toenail. Why do you say that? Well, um, because I think he's a he's a remarkably um, divisive figure, and I think he does so quite intentionally. You know, he gets under the skin, much like an ingrown toenail, uh, of progressive voters, causing them no shortage of of pain and annoyance. Okay, so if if, if that's the idea, if it's designed even to annoy progressives. Uh, what's your warning to progressive voters? Uh, that for no reason should anybody think that that means he can't win an election campaign. You know, and I and I think the clearest proof of that is to think about how people like uh, Polly Ever and, and other conservatives talk about Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. You know, there is no shortage of outrage, no shortage of outright uh, hatred, dangerous levels of it, frankly, sometimes um, for the prime minister. And yet he has beaten them three elections in a row so far. So I think there's um, there's a tendency for people to look at to Pierre's campaign and, and to think that the, the message that he's he's running on now is one that means he will, you know, lose a general election should he win the conservative leadership. And, and I don't think that's a safe assumption. From a liberal perspective, what is it that Poliev is doing right to be able to get this momentum, at least within conservative members right now? Well, I think when you strip away some of the rhetoric and, and focus on what the issues are that he's talking about, he's talking about affordability, he's talking about housing, he's talking about inflation, and he's talking about freedom. And, you know, there, there are cases... Uh, where I would strongly <laughs> disagree with his take on some of those issues. Uh, there, there are times when he's not telling the truth, uh, like the, uh, the recent outrage in conservative circles about the truck tax that doesn't exist. But the issues him, that he is talking about are, are ones that resonate with a great many Canadians. And I, I think that's, that's evident in the sides of um, crowds that he's pulling together. I mean, he has been in politics now 
uh, for almost his entire adult life, including some time in government. And yet he's still out there and able to successfully argue that the, you know, the system that he's been a part of for so long is rigged against people. And it's a message that's resonating. He has a strong, smart team behind him. Jenny Byrne, who is running his campaign, um, was campaign manager for Stephen Harper when the Conservatives won a majority government. She is one of the best at what she does. Um, and I, I think we need to uh, keep that in mind when we're taking a look at this campaign before it's dismissed. All right. If you're sitting down with the prime minister's team or with the liberals, I mean, obviously, we're a long way out from the next federal election. But how do they begin? How would you advise the liberals to begin to counter this, assuming that Polyev, you know, as he's you know, seen to be a front runner, that he might be able to pull it off and win in September? For sure. I would I would say you start to look at some some um, essential communication strategy exercises that are designed to consider the opposition's point of view, one of which um, that anybody that's that's worked on a campaign before one will be familiar with is called a four boxes exercise, which breaks down to us on us, them on us, us on them and them on them. And it's it's a way to, to shape messages and fill those boxes with what people are saying. Now, the first the first ones are, are generally easy. It's not hard for people to talk positively about their own campaigns, talk negatively about their opponents, or, you know, put out a laundry list of grievances on how their opponents talk about them. But when you get to them on them and what an opponent says about themselves and uses their own language, that's trickier, right? And that's much more important as well, because by using their own language, you have to start understanding where they may have a valid point. You know, Pierre doesn't get up there and, and say that he's peddling grievance politics, um, you know, and he's fighting a system that he's been a part of for as long as he has. He, he gets up there and says, it's government that's left you behind, right? And if your only answer to that is that people are stupid for believing him, you're going to run into some problems. Hmm. Absolutely, Andrew. I appreciate it. I've enjoyed your piece tremendously in the start today. Thanks again. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Andrew Tumulty is a senior consultant with Enterprise Canada. Interesting to get that perspective from the liberal side and the warning to progressive voters, liberals and NDP, who might look at the Polyev uh, and his candidacy and talk about the politics of grievance and, you know, all of the crypto angles. And like last week, he actually called out the competency of the central bank. And you think to yourself, um, so we want politicians to make monetary policy because that doesn't sound like a good idea. Right. But it's interesting to get that perspective from the liberal side and that warning that says you are going to you dismiss this at your own peril. I mean, already we see the other candidates for the leadership uh, in the conservative party, I think, dismissing him at their own peril. We will see once we get to a point past where memberships can be signed up. What is that? June, I think, 3rd or 4th. It's coming right up where after that point, you can't sign anybody else up. When we get those numbers, we'll have a better sense and we won't be just talking about you know, perceived front runner.